listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Oh, good evening. This is Roy Masters, and I want to make your life easier and help you to overcome 95% of all the problems that exist, except snake bite and things like that. But all those who bring you bring upon yourself, like, you know, eating too much and drinking too much and etc. It's just you name all the things you do too much and that is destructive, all the things you buy and don't need. And the more you try to succeed, the possibility that you succeed, but the more you succeed, the further away from the real purpose of life by following your own purpose that you think is your own purpose, but it's the dark side of the force. And I'll explain to you the reason why you have so much anxiety is when you move towards fixing yourself or trying to make yourself rich and get involved with all the the goodies and the the, the, the drugs, the alcohols, the sex, and all the things that make you feel better but don't make you any better, and you get what you deserve, so to speak. And that's how I'm starting off a little bit, but I want to make it simple. I've just mentioned a whole bowl... Of, a whole bowlful of troubles, thousands and thousands and thousands of them, all caused by one thing. And I want to share it with you, and I'm going to share it with you, and beginning with the beginning of this, this, um, the end of this five minutes, which many stations use to use commissions and things like that. I mean, uh, programs and and you know, the weather. But after this, I I just want to make sure that everybody gets to hear what I have to say. And I want to tell you some stories which make it very clear. Uh, I think the other day I, I, I made some attempt at that with some very simple things, like when I was playing with my 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 cousin Arnold, when I was eight or nine years old, he said something very bad to me, and it felt like a bullet, like a big stone hit me in the in the solar plexus. And I said, how could that be? How could words, how could words, how could he say this and make it feel like a, a big rock went inside my stomach? And I didn't get an answer, but I questioned it, looking back on it. Uh, I'm nearly my, near getting on for 90 years old, and I, I just do remember these things are very important. I want to share them with you. Maybe your, your problems and your experience will be different from mine, but I want you to look out for what I'm saying. And so here is the first part, and I've, I've said this before, last week perhaps, but I say it again for those who do, I want to start a new program. I want to start a few other things that I have I've neglected to give you. It makes it more clear. I tried to write it down and it disappeared. It must have fallen on the floor. But I just want to not, not forget what I want to say. And so when I look back on that moment, I never got a, 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 an answer for that. Nothing said anything to me, and, it, and, and I left it alone, and that cured it. 
In other words, uh, um, what I'm trying to say, if something similar like that happens to you, see, and somebody is cruel to you, and maybe it's the first time, and I'm assuming it's the first time because the first time is very important, so that you, you should re you re remember that first time and not get upset or, or uh, uh, get demoralized by it or push it down and get it away. All you need to do is, why is that? That's it. And I said, why is that? See, why is that word, those words that come from my, my cousin who's only one year older than me? Why is that? I got no answer. But it was the answer. It's the question. And so, and the question wasn't answered and went on. And for many years, I forgot about it. And I realized that is, is the truth. It's all you need is the question. And so I'll be doing the program about this in just a little while. I'll amplify it and make you see what you see. <clears throat> You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1 800 866 8883. The foundation of human understanding teaches an observation exercise, often called meditation, which permits you to become objective toward your problems and allows your heartaches, bad habits, fears, and anxieties to be completely eliminated from your life without effort on your part. Until you have begun to practice this exercise, much of what you see and hear on the following program may be shocking and upsetting to you. But if you will listen calmly and with an open mind, you may discover the key to the peace of mind and joy for which you've been searching all of your life. And now, from the foundation of human understanding, here is Roy Masters. Yes, just a few minutes ago, I was telling the audience, in case you didn't hear it, something very important, which is beautifully simple. And I want to expand on that simplicity, because one and one can make two, and that is simplicity. But then it can become very complex in mathematics, as you understand. And it's important to understand one plus one, or zero plus one, and then ask the question, why do we need zero? Well, in the beginning of the universe, there was a void. That's all there was. And the void can't create anything. And God said, let there be light. That's number one. And immediately the void becomes number two. An extension, and warmth flows from one to the other as one form of gravity. It's mathematics. Anyway, that's as simple as that. And simplicity, in order to understand the universe, in order to understand yourself, you have to understand yourself. Because 
the, the, the answer you're looking for is already in you, except when you lose your cool. And we'll discuss with that in just a few minutes, okay? And so let me say again, in case you miss it, and then I'm going to make a whole program out of it. And if you want to call me, it's 800-866-8883. And call me at 6 o'clock to, to 7. And if I get calls, I'll keep it to a, a, another hour. But the days of people calling have disappeared. And because I'm saying... Th- too much, too soon. But any other place in the universe, I'd be in prison or they shoot me or kill me. Only in America can I speak the way I'm going to speak in a minute and what I've been doing over these years. I've been on the radio more than 55 years. And I'm going to try to make it 55 years but longer if I can. Anyway, so what I said, <clears throat> excuse me, what I said, is I remember playing with my cousin Arnold. And he was a rich uh, a rich son's, a, a rich person, a rich uncle's. My uncle is very rich, and so I went to play with him. And he's, all of a sudden he says something really bad, and all of a sudden what he said turned into a stone inside me. And I said, eh, that's very interesting. I can remember myself at nine years old saying, yeah, what caused that? How can a words, how can words make, it, make, it, make me feel like I have a stone hit me in my, my solar plexus? And I never got an answer, but it was an answer looking back on it because I just asked the question, what is that? That is a beginning of Paradise lost. That's all. You don't have to figure it out. Because you because then you start to figure it out, you come to the mistake of point two. The minute you try to figure it out, you start to worry. Do I need to say any more? If I said any more, I won't be, be able to tell you what else I have to say. I'm going to say something even more ridiculous. And, and so... So this, the, another one um, happened to me. Um, I had an air raid siren next to my window, and a thought came to me. What's the meaning of life? And all of a sudden, something said to me, it's this, it used words. Strangely, it used words. The first, the first example I... I gave you about, you know, feeling the, the, the feeling the uh, um, a stone hitting me when someone must talk to me. When my cousin talked to me, he said something bad, and it felt like a stone. And I, I never, never questioned it. I just, I, I didn't want the answer. I just wondered. And then, fast forward, fifteen years old, I'm standing there and think, thinking to myself next to the window where the air raid siren is. And all of a sudden I thought to myself, I wonder what the meaning of life is. This time it was different. Something said to me, if you follow that, you will surely die. I said, where the hell is that? Who are you? That's it. I asked the question. Never got the answer. 
Oh, wait, all right. The question is, the truth is, that I didn't need an answer. There's, in other words, it really, not being bothered by it, is the answer itself. And that is because I, I was an innocent kid. I had a good father. I had a good mother. And I can do as I want, but always within parameters. I, I never had to be told. I had a, had a good family. My father died when he was 42, my mother 50, uh, 55. But while I was young and in the Great Depression, I was alone with lots of material, machinery and everything. My father was in the, in the home guard, which is like a sort of army part, uh, you know, a signal uh, officer. And he had lots of equipment, and I was able to just play with them and make things and things like that. But that's not the important thing, that, my, that I played with things and understand things and use chemistry and chemistry sets as a kid. I, he just let me be as I wanted to be. However, fast forward again, just a little bit. Um, now here is another one. <laughs> this is important. Fast forward. I am 26 years old. 26, 26 or 27. I am swimming in a big pool with a friend of mine who's, who, who, who uh, understood. No, it had me see now. Yes, it was about when I was 26 or 27 years old. I was swimming in someone's pool. And you know, I... I, you know how it is when you, you you breathe hard and you swim hard, and I put my arms out like Jesus around the concrete, and cross my cross my legs, cross my you know my feet across just like he was, but that's the way you wreck. That's the way you have a a, a rest like that way. You've seen it, and all of a sudden something says. Potato. Okay, and I said, what? And it kept on saying, potato. Okay, well, okay. and so a couple of times, okay, but it says potato, potato, potato. I said, what's all this about? What do you mean by this potato thing? Now, I'm going to try to explain it. Again, I recognized it was something that was trying to tell me something. and I, But I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what, it, what the others was, so I didn't have to. I let that go. I didn't have to have an answer. But when it stopped, when it stopped, I felt freer. And the only thing I had to do is, is all I had to do is... I don't know what that is. That's strange. But I, I was, wasn't reacting. I didn't think I was crazy. I just that's strange. Now I'm going to give you another one. This time, uh, let me finish the potato. Because there's something way, way beyond, beyond that. 
about 20 years later, I remember that. And what it was, it was that, now listen, you don't laugh here. Don't laugh. You can laugh if you want to. But what I realized is that the potato that I have a name for suddenly became a potato inside me. Let's say I like potatoes. I don't particularly face them, but he, it, he just picked anything. The creator picked anything. And I, I'm not so fond of potatoes or anything like that. Not that they're bad. It's part of the... Gen it will help what you eat. But what I realized, all of a sudden, I was old enough to realize it, that, that the, love of, the love of food... Everybody loves food. Of course you should. But maybe I was loving food too much. Who knows? And, but I don't care about potatoes that much. And so it's not obvious. It, if it was drugs, maybe I could recognize something. But it's just a potato. And what I realized, even it, it came to me just a little while ago again. That's why I'm talking about it. It's because a potato, in other words, our mind, when we eat something, when we do something, but especially when you eat, which makes it more easy to explain, you love that potato. It's delicious. Or whatever it is you like. But God gave it, me, gave it to me in something I don't care too much for, but it's, it's a point. And I'm trying to make it. It's not easy. But the word potato gives me an image of potato inside me. And I know if, listen, I'll, I'll add something very strange to you, but bear with me, would you please? Because you can, your mind can actually become um, three-dimensional. If, if you've ever had a, um, a, um, a nightmare, you can see it in three dimensions, and it's so real you want to run. So the potato got inside me, and it was a living thing, crying out for, for another potato outside. It, in other words, if you take drugs, then you get drugged, and you, all of a sudden you become addicted to them, and the, the in, what's inside you is drugs is crying out for more drugs. And the potato calls for more potatoes because... It is the power of potatoes. It's the strangest thing. It it drew it drew another one. I'll make I'll make a point here because I can see you laughing. Okay. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at one 866 8883 All right, now listen again. If I'm a, a pure person. Assuming I am, as still that kid I'm talking about as a kid. I'm still a kid, believe it or not. And so, uh, if a person is cruel to me, then the shock causes them to put themselves in me. Do you understand that? And it's the same with food. If you, if you are hungry, if you have overreacted to food and everybody enjoys food, 
but not with me. I was picked out to, to think about these things because a lot of you eat too much, don't you? And most of you are fat and sick and ugly. Yes, and you got, you're losing your eyesight, you're losing your legs. And so, but the, it's a living thing. Uh, the, 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 my, my cousin, who was cruel to me, was cruel to me to my, to my innocence. And I did not understand that the, the sound of his voice was like a bomb inside, my, inside me. And that it was like a rock, like he threw a rock and put something himself inside me. But that I question it and not resent him. The secret here is to understand that what is in him is, came into me, uh, and he's only a year, year, old, year older than me, but nevertheless he was cruel, and I was innocent. And I had the same innocence as I've been talking about before. And so whatever it is that gets inside you is alive, including your potato or whatever it is you like too much. Now, I never had anything I needed. It was that's the reason why I could understand it, because I wasn't addicted to anything. And that's why I had a clear mind for each one of those things that I just, just talked to you about. And then it, it dawned on me to think about it again a few days ago. And there it is. I was just giggling to myself. The potato is the trauma. See? It's like a trauma. It puts it... Now, nothing... I, I was swimming in the pool. Uh, nothing, uh, I, I'm not eating too much. I was strong, healthy, handsome, if you don't mind me saying so. Anyway. But see... Whatever it is has a nature. And if I got uh, angry, if I got angry at the, at, the, at the stone that was being thrown at me, the, the voice stone, one that my Arnold, when he said to me when I was nine years old, you stupid idiot, and the shock, that his words turned into a shock, into a stone. And most of the people would be shocked with that and, not, and start to struggle with it as if you could figure it out. No, you can't. You can't figure anything out until you follow and, and, and follow this man. That's me. Because I'm trying to, to get you to see innocence. And if, if you're innocent, it doesn't bother you. If you're innocent, it doesn't bother you. But you can say to yourself, why, why is the potato saying potato over and over again? Why are you taking drugs over and over again? The more you take, the more you want. Is something about a potato that's or drugs that's that's pulling up more and more and more. It's a living thing. It's a living potato. It's crazy, but it's that's what it is. Any if if I if I if you're innocent and you don't have to be innocent, but to experience this. But when you're innocent, the first thing you do, you're able to see it more clearly. And if it goes on to other things, it gets so completely messed up that you don't, it's nothing else but thoughts and thoughts and crazy thoughts and struggling and guilt and things like that. If you could just let it go past and say, why is that? 
and you don't get an answer, that's the answer. Because you haven't let it get to you. You've questioned it. That's all God wants, is for you to question it. The answer is, it's not your fault, nothing. Let it go. Now, another one. So I'm, this is the one I told you before. I am 15 years old now. And um, simple, I locked the door, checked it out, got on my bicycle, and, and something says, but you didn't lock the door. I said, I did. I went back upstairs, just in case. And there it was, it was locked. I pulled onto the handle, made sure, okay? Now I get on my bicycle, and my work place is ten miles on the board on the boardwalk he called it and next to the the wires and the and the and the landmines anyway all of a sudden i was halfway there and something said you didn't lock the door i said who the hell are you i wasn't shocked i've already experienced it i did lock the door and get lost. I use a, of a different word, if you know what I mean. And it doesn't bother me anymore. You don't have to do anything about anything. Just realize, oh, I just got upset. Oh, but maybe it's the first time. But I'm sure when I'm talking to you, it isn't the first time, it's the thousandth time. It gets more complex when you struggle. But it, but in that moment of me on the bicycle, that was an important thing. Because had I doubted myself, see, I would have lost myself. I would have become doubtful. Do you understand that? I'm trying to make it simple. You don't have to do a bloody thing. Just be aware of it. Just be aware of your thoughts. Look at the thoughts. Where did that come from? How did I have this? The question. You'll find that there's no answer. There's no words to answer. Just leave it alone. Of yourself, you've got nothing. Do you have you got so far? Or is this a joke? 800-866-8888-83. Now, would you hold um, John in Chicago for a few minutes? Uh, one more, one more thing, because it, uh, I think I can completely uh, finish this um, before the half hour. And here it is. Okay, here we go. I'm in Houston, Texas. That's way forward. I've got kids now. And uh, I, I have a nice house and a swimming pool. I was in the Institute of Hypnosis and learning about human beings and, and why, why they're all mesmer, uh, mesmerized and don't know it. And that's how they can be commanded and controlled by just a few people like Hitler, etc., etc., ISIS. Uh, no, no, completely do it. There's forces out there that understand how to put themselves in you. 
like putting a potato in your, and, and then more potatoes and more potatoes. And pretty soon, it's not potatoes so much, it's, but it's a living thing. It's a living potato. And it's crying out for another potato, just like you're looking for drugs. See? You're looking for something to rise up and give you something. And when you get something, it's inside you. And it could be anything. You could be addicted to potatoes. I mean, there's a thousand ways it can go. And that may, may you worry about it. And you can't stop thinking about it. And you think you're crazy. And the only thing you need to do is nothing. Now let me finish this. So, all right, and let me, just give, give me the last one here. There are several, several others. I'm sitting in the bed, in the living room, in a nice house with a swimming pool. I'm doing very well, thank you, in the Institute of Hypnosis, but I slowly but surely I turned it around and to, under, begin to understand how the mind works. And I'm trying to explain this to you. If, if, if I do something to you and you get upset, what is in me gets inside you. Or if I react to you, something in you, something, anything, gets inside me. And it, it cries out for more. More potatoes, more sex, more drugs. Are you getting the message? Now I'm, going to, now I'm going to give you one more. Oh dear! But let me just since these are these are paid stations. Look, um, I am getting old. I'm still young. I can fight. I can box. I can do anything I want. And I may lose a, a, a word or two. Forgive me. I know not what I do, so to speak. I don't have the vocabulary that I used to have. But it's okay, I can still say it in basic English. And I want to share this with you. But before I can go on, I ask you now to support my program because what I want to do before I kick the bucket, and everybody has to kick the bucket, but, but, I, but I've been living a life where there's something growing inside me, not potatoes and, and stones. I'm made of something different. That's all. And it's purity. And purity... It evolves. It's almost like you're in another world. It's always now. There's no sense of time. It's always now. And it's and so, and being in now, and in purity, an identity rises up inside you with great beauty. And not that I can see it, but that's what I understand. I don't have to see it. Because I'm in the here and the now. Be still or no. See, be still. There's a stillness. I don't have a sense of time. No sense of time. Not so, not so ever. It's just one thing after another. Bad or good, I don't, don't, react, don't react to it. I move forward. I move forward. Never stop. And so I'm, I'm introducing you to something. It sounds like a crazy person. But this crazy person needs... A support. Post Office Box, 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. And the number for, for, the, for, the, 
calling in for anything you need. It's uh, it's uh, FHU.com, FHU.com, on the Internet, and the number is 800-877-3227. Please do something soon, because with that money, with your donations, which are uh, all tax-exemptable because we are a church equivalent to the Catholic Church, equivalent, absolutely, but not quite like them. I want you to be free from me and and be and fall into the hands of him who made me. So that's all. That's all. And my job's done. And I'm, every day I find a new way to do it. Every day. What did I do today? Here it is. And so, and I'm sitting in the living room. Now I'll start again. Um, uh, since I've said, said what it, how many minutes before we we uh, go? How many? How much? 45 seconds. Well, let me just in 45 seconds and hold on to John because I will take care of him, but it'll take me three or four minutes to finish off something really, really, really important. Very important. And this is the, this is the really, really, really important thing. And don't go away. Post Office Box 1000 Grants Pass, Oregon 97528. Please, please support the program. If millions of people could do that, I'll be giving everything away before I die. I want everything. I've got hundreds and thousands of answers to every different disease and sickness. Listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1 800 866 8883. John, you hold on. I'll be with you because this is something that will prick your ears up. So here I am in the Institute of Hypnosis. I have a nice house and swimming pool. And again, I'm sitting on the couch, spread eagle. I think that's the proper words. My legs were crossed and my, my arms. We're embracing the uh, the the back of the the sofa. Can you imagine it just that that way, like Jesus on the cross, right? But it's the way you relax. It's the way you relax, basically. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, bang! I couldn't open my eyes. I felt like I was suddenly moving at. 186,000 miles per second. And that was without any, any reaction. I just knew I was moving at a tremendous speed. It felt that way. And then it stopped, but no, with no consequence stopping that fast. And all of a sudden, I couldn't open my eyes. Yeah, but I could see through my eyelids colors, as if there was a, a, a deity, something, standing over me. See, I, I, I could I could see color, but I can't see the person. And then it spoke to me in Hebrew. I'm Jewish. I'm uh, I'm a I'm a follower of Jesus Christ, so I didn't have to change my name, change my religion, to be a Christian, so to speak. Uh, but let me put that aside. But but these are the words that spoke to me. And I know what they meant 
but not together. And I'll explain it. And, they, and uh, rabbis, if you're listening, listen carefully. And, the, and it said to me, Adonai Elohim. Adonai Elohim. And what does that mean? It means God, God. There's two words for God. One is one you can use, and the other one you dare not use, as if you would, would never say, Hey, hi, king. You say, Ma- Your Majesty. That's, that is the magic one. Okay? And so I called next day. I called a rabbi. And I said, Rabbi, um, what does it mean when, when I know what these two words mean? Well, he says, when you put Elo Adonai, Elohim Adonai is one you can use and talk about God, talk about God and, and mention his name. Elohim is your majesty. You don't dare in the Jewish religion. You shouldn't, you mustn't, you can't be fresh with you with the Creator. And so what it means in English is Adonai, Elo means is God is judge. Wow. My whole life took up, upside down. God, that's one, is judge. That's the other one. Now, you have a scripture of that, don't you? You have a scripture of it. I wish I could remember what it was. But it maybe you'd like to call 800-866-8883 and give me one I forgot. And so my whole life changed. It said, God, God. But one, God is judge. I dare you. How dare you take the role of judgment? Do you understand? Do you judge? Then you, you are taking his name in vain. I suggest, well, then you say, what the hell do you have to do then? You have to get angry. No, what you're doing is judging. You're resenting it. And you resent your parents, and your parents get into you. And pretty soon, you, everybody, starting with your parent, and resenting and judging your father, who also had a father that he judged, and a mother, whatever. It goes backwards and forward, see? And you're standing in your parents' shoes, and then you resent being resentful. And being resentful is turns into judgment, and secret judgment, that judgment about people that don't even know that you're judging them, but you could be smiling at the same time. And then using resentment or judgment as a, and it was anger, is really angry and judgmental, and it's something that wants to kill you. And you, in a, in a sense, most most of you have experienced moments where you would, your anger is so great you would want to kill your wife or your husband, but you you put a stop to it. But that's just that's a suppression, and it just continues to go. I say to you, listen to what I'm saying judgment. Now, a person came to me one day and, and ten years after he came to a seminar 
And he says, I have to apologize to you that I was here 10 years ago and you never paid any attention to me. I said, I didn't, but you didn't pay for me to give you attention. You paid for me to help you. He says, can you help? Can you forgive me? I said, no, I cannot forgive you. And he says, what do you mean? You can't forgive me? I says, no, it's not my job to forgive you. You see, it's not my job. Because I didn't judge. Because forgiveness and judgment are equal to what a God is. So I said, I can't, I didn't judge you, therefore I can't, I don't need to forgive you, do I? That is the two parts of God. Give up judgment, you see, and the other. Give up judgment and give up forgiving people. Meaning, but you see, when you forgive people, you, you're not, you're not, how can I say it? You, it's just a words. I'm sorry. Can you forgive me? And the person says, yes, I can forgive you. Now you've tempted him. I'm telling you, watch judgment. Now, if you're listening to this program right now, do you judge? Be honest. Now, it's, it's all one thing here. In other words, it's, it's an innocence here. It, you become innocent if you can see your fault. And a whole lot of faults all rolled into one. And don't get upset with it. Don't try to struggle with it. Don't push it down. Don't do anything with it. Just to recognize it. Just recognize it. Oh, what am I doing? Bloody idiots! It's that simple. Your father the same way. It, it, it comes through generations. Everybody makes the same mistakes. That's because the paradise was lost. And men lost their manhood to women. And, and the relationship with men and women is, is very clear. We've got 80% of people who judge and forgive and judge and forgive. And when you judge, you feel guilty. When you feel guilty, you want to be forgiven. And so, therefore, you forgive and you try to make it nice and do nice things for the person to get forgiveness. But damned if you get it and damned if you don't. You're not going to get away with this. And so, not, not, not as long as I'm alive, you're not going to get away with it. I'm telling you it's very simple. And I have a meditation exercise where you can... It's seven minutes, that's all. Seven minutes I can put you across the other side. I know it's. It, I have spent my whole life doing this. You can go go to antidoteforall.com, antidoteforall.com, anywhere on the website. It's everywhere. If you have a Facebook, it's there. You see, uh, just go anywhere, or you can go to my the office, not my office, my my thing on the on the website, my website, fhu.com, and download it on your iPhone, and sit, be sim simple, just sit quietly, and be still, and then all of a sudden, you know, oh, I'm judging, oh, 
I'm judging. Oh, how can and I'm forgiving? I, but 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 judgment and forgiveness is God's thing. I don't I don't forgive. I don't judge. I don't let things bother me. I just look at it. Uh, if I if if the first time I've ever if if it's the first time I've ever seen, because you're listening to me for the first time or. I'm saying it for the first time in a way that you might understand it as a little child. Then you would it just be be like the stop the, the stone that hit me in the the, the stone of 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 vocabulary. Remember, I told you the story about nine-year-olds. My cousin said some nasty things to me, and it felt like a stone hit me. And I asked the question, "Why does it feel like a stone?" I saw it, and I took. All you have to do is look. Do I judge? Yes. Now, you don't have to cry. And you don't have to try to, well, no, God, can you forgive me? No. And if you judge somebody, you don't, you don't really need to fess up, but it would be nice. It could be nice because there's other things that tend to sprout from that. You could say to your father or mother or whoever it is, you know, I have something... I'm ashamed of. I just want to share it with you. I've been judging you, and you're doing something wrong. In this case, um, you did something wrong, and so I, I, so you did something wrong with me. I, but I didn't know how to deal with that. I know. I know. I had to come to see you and say sorry about that. But I, I just want to tell you that I did react to that, and I did judge, and. You did wrong. Now, whoever you say that to may get really angry, but but relieved to see the pu- the purity of what you're saying. You're just saying it. I think you need to know this. Or if they're dead, you see, you but you're in the in the in the grave with him or her. You are. But whether Jesus, he has no grave. That's the interesting thing. See. Jesus has no grave. He came out of it three days later, complete with a new set of clothes. No, I'm not joking. If he could make wine, water into wine, he could make a pair of, you know, set of clothes. Because he, because there's, because God is magic. If you look at the universe, it's more than magic. Magic doesn't describe it. Now I'm going to talk to my caller, John. Thank you for. Thank you for waiting. I appreciate you waiting. I hope you enjoyed what I said to say. Hello, John, my old boy. I'm here. Uh, hi, Roy. How are you? Thanks I'm, do- for I'm doing good. Uh, Roy, so I, I've been an avid, maybe overly zealous spiritual seeker. I've been meditating for quite some time. Yeah. Um, and I had an experience at a retreat that... H- hold uh, the line. About, about five seconds. We'll be right back. And then you can have the rest of the time. As you can see, I'm not dealing with psychiatry and psychology. I'm talking about spirit. It's much easier to overcome your problems. Go ahead, John. 
in Chicago. Go ahead. I'm listening. So, so Roy, I, I've been an avid meditator, spiritual seeker for, for many years, uh, perhaps maybe an overly zealous. Uh, many but, hours. Uh, let me stop you. Right, let, me, let me stop you a second. You, you, your your voice is full of emotion. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little just nervous calling. I'm, you know, I... I no, I, it's I, emotion. It's emotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. the human beings... Uh, emotion kills human beings. Okay. Uh, I have no emotion. That does not mean to say I'm dead. I'm dead right. to the I'm dead to the darkness. In other words, right. there's, a, there's energy coming through me. The more, the more I, I do the right thing by God, the more He loves me, and the more He loves me, the more I can do, and the more I can do, the more He loves me, and it never, 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 never ever ends until the day the, your mortal coil falls apart and you you find yourself in another place that nobody okay. can see. Okay, good. Go, go ahead. Yeah, it, it, it is very emotional. You know, it's been, uh, it's been, you know, I hate to say it, it's been five years of, of a living hell. I, uh, I know, but you should have called me before. You should call me the first day. You should call me the first day. Yeah. You didn't have to suffer you know, that I, much. But it's all right. As long as you're going to, well, I'm, I'm just saying, what you need to do is nothing. Because of myself, okay. I, Jesus said, listen to what he said. And there's many other things he said. Of myself, I can do nothing. The Father within me, he doth it. And several others like that. Okay. Okay. So what? So, so uh, if he can't do it, how the hell do you think you're going to do it? Right. So give it up. Give it up. Uh, give up the struggle. As if you could save yourself. Your ego is still working. And when you use the meditation I give you, please do not try to help me do what I need to do for you. When you use the meditation, and it doesn't cost anything to anybody, it's only seven minutes, just quietly be aware. Be aware of everything I say, and that's all. That's all. Just be aware of it. Okay, I see it. But don't say anything. Just just do it. And don't help me. And don't push yourself. And don't me- memorize it. Okay, the program number, if you want to call a coffee, I'll get a copy of it. I almost said I gave a cup of coffee with it. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's uh, 8993, and you get a copy of it. You can also hear it over and over again uh, until, until uh, the program starts tomorrow. Okay? Um, now, John, here we are. Uh, yes. Now, I want you to not just listen quietly. Do you have judgment, yes or no? I most definitely have judgment about the way I feel. Well, yes, but how. yes, but if you didn't have a feeling, you could, if you didn't have a feeling, you wouldn't have a judgment. It's a feeling, anger, that makes you judge. Right. It, 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 it turns into a judge, 
a, a dark judge, a, 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 a dangerous judge, a crazy judge. And, and, and Roy, on some part, I've almost been kind of inviting judgment back into my life because I felt so disconnected and almost disassociated. You are, you I, are, I, a, you are a difficult human being. Okay. I'm not sure I can help you because you, I, are, you do not consider what I just said. I said, if you see the judgment, just look at it. That's all. Okay. And just see it. And it, that's all. And understand you've taken that role and it's taking you further because if you think what happens is it gives you a relief that you can judge somebody and, make, and look down their nose at you, so it gives you a lift. It all gives you a lift into hell. And that's where, right. you, that's where you feel anxiety. You've got loads and loads of anxiety. And every time right. you judge, every time you judge, you play, you're playing the game of death. Your mm -hmm. death. Your death. And maybe right. not, if you're nice, it'd be other people's death. Right. Right. No, that makes sense. Yeah. So just to get to a point of just accepting, letting judgment go. No, no, you don't want to accept it or not accept it or upset. Ups, no, I can't write it. It's, it's nothing you accept. It's, mm -hmm. nothing, it's something you just see. I see, I see, I'm playing God. But you don't, I'm saying it, but you just, all I want you to do is stop for a moment and understand of yourself you could nothing. Because if I, listen, if you were an innocent person, and I'm a wicked person, and you're a person innocent and you're only 10 or 12 or 13 years old, and you, had, you lived a good life, and I came along and molested you or said something horrible to you. Like your parent, you'll never be anything, you little, little bugger, see? And when it comes from your father or anything like that, immediately something from him or your mom or the teacher, it, it continues throughout your whole lifetime. And every time you, the very first time it happens, it puts something else, something in you, that is no longer you, and you are, you've given birth to the dark side of the force. In other words, that very first time separated you from God, and it started to grow. And you begin to look to be angry and judgmental, and it grows. And you're, but you're growing, and you're maturing upside down. You're going the wrong way. You're going into the darkness, into confusion, into disease, horror, drugs, alcohol, and yeah. violence, and violence, and murder. See? Yeah. You don't have to be a psychiatrist to understand this beautiful simplicity. So there's not much I can say right now, but if you would get off your duff, and, and understand of yourself you can do nothing. And didn't Jesus say of myself I could do nothing? The the, it's the Father that talks through me. I, I, he, I am in him and he is in me. And then he, he says to the, to, the, to the Pharisees, not the Pharisees, to the, to the twelve, I can't remember the, word, the words. 
I can't find the word for that. The disciple, thank you. This is, so God speaks to, to uh, um, Jesus, and Jesus takes what is given to him through him from God to them. So God is in Jesus, Jesus is in the disciples, and it spreads through the human race. It's taken a long time uh, because there's lots of horror. There's lots of danger there, as Jesus demonstrated. Uh, the beauty, the, his beauty uh, dis distorts, causes the wicked ones to have conniptions and anger. And so he's all by himself. And none of the people who he taught was fulfilled enough to stand by him. He did it all by himself. And so, but he's, he, he left he left behind the way and it's in him it's in me it's in you all you have to do is be still and let it happen be still and know I am God and you ain't and when you judge and when you judge and judge and judge on top of judgment you have deeper and deeper and deeper into the darkness of hell and you're your, your mortal mortal coils will rot in the grave, and and the darkness, the spirit of you in you will go to some place where you will never die, but you wish you could, and you can't. That's that's the, that's all it takes. That's all there is to it. How do you be still? And know. And that is what you need to do for yourself. Even Jesus, even Jesus himself says, Oh, myself, I can do nothing. His Father that doth all these things through me. And then through you, through the disciples. And then through to other, other disciples and so on. I wish America could understand this. And we win. We win because we can't lose. And they're afraid of this. They're afraid of me. They're afraid of Jesus. They'll be afraid of thee. I love you. Thank you. America, thank you for having me. God bless you. 800-877-3227. Call. Just one more opportunity, please. I am, I am what I need your money for is I do have sufficient for a while, but it's going to take about two years to make sure that everybody on earth, I have to reach one-third of the people on earth to speak English. And I'm going to do this, hopefully, through Facebook, because I can easily get up 15 million people in a week. I've done it already. And with a little extra money... I can reach everybody. Everybody who speaks English and shares it in their language. Be a good guy, please. Be a good guy. And just be simple of yourself. Good enough. And he will do it for you. 800-877-3227. 